Water and lights, they're expensive. Mortgages are expensive. And while the church body is a communion of souls who can pretty much meet anywhere, have we taken stock, Bishop, of how many brick-and-mortar churches have simply not survived due to COVID? We, we, this is exactly the problem. And a lot of churches have not survived. But also, uh, it's not even about the bricks that have not survived. Mm. It is also about the inability of the churches to fulfill a major responsibility to minister to people who are in distress. Mm. Uh, the greater the distress, the greater the need uh, for pastoral administrations. And we do understand the need for containing uh, numbers. But I, I think that the, the government is not taking into account what the churches have actually done to ensure uh, that there will be appropriate protocol management mm. at the churches. They tend to, 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 to put gatherings in the same category, gatherings of churches in the same category of gatherings of political parties and clubs and social gatherings, which actually we believe is inappropriate. Uh, uh, am, am I hearing correctly, though? That, that while mm. the president did make an announcement of 250 capacity indoor, 500 capacity mm. outdoor, that, that mm. the cooperative governance is now open to applications from different sectors for the 50% of capacity rule. Are they open to that? No, no, no. That, we have not had that. Uh, you see, there was a meeting with the, with, uh, which had a, a broad diversity of, of religious leaders and all of them, all faiths made the same request of a percentage. The thing about it, Udo, uh, look, you've got, you've got churches that are 6,000 seaters, mm. 4,000 seaters, and the bigger those churches are, the better is their capacity for managing uh, the distancing. The, the, they are really well organized as far as that is concerned. Mm. Uh, that, that 250 is not enough. Even if they put a ceiling uh, of numbers, but the, the, the ceiling of 250 is, is, is not, is, it does not do it for most of the churches. And they need to be able to minister. And people are actually now just coming without authorization. And this is going to lead to a situation where mm. churches uh, are breaking the law because people just come. And how does the pastor say, please stay out? I, I can't have you. And yeah. that's what is happening. And, and so we think that the government is, 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 is ill-advised in this regard. Uh, because the matter is, are you able to distance? Are you able to ensure there's masks? Are you able to make sure there's regulation? Those are the critical things they should be looking at, not the numbers. So, because, because the people come to this, they come to these churches using taxes that are full. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Bishop, what is the level of engagement? When is the next actual between churches and government say you need to it's not just the council of churches it's all faiths yeah. uh, we're just one of a number of yeah. organizations of faith organizations that are engaging with government and we did write specifically on this matter and um, and and we had as council of churches we, we actually wrote and uh, had a meeting and we were told that this matter would be resolved in about two weeks time and that two within that two weeks the deputy president calls all the faith leaders to say 
what exactly is the story? And everybody told him the same thing. And then they went, and then the announcement came. So the announcement, uh, clearly, uh, whoever decides in the president's, uh, 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 you know, uh, consultative processes, they decided, no, they're not going to do this. Now, the same churches, now I think what's really important for us is that we are committed to drive down the infection rate. This is no question about that. Secondly, we are offering our facilities for vaccination. Now, imagine this, Udo. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 400, 500 people come for vaccination in Mm. the same facilities, Mm. and they stay there the whole day. And we cannot have worshippers for one hour no, on Sunday. I'll just pause it for a second. So are you saying that that those same spaces have been open? <laughs> Our commitment. This Friday, Heritage Day, we have uh, you know declared that as a national vaccination day. We're going to be doing a vaccination promotion in different parts of the country. Uh, on, on Heritage Day, uh, to, so that we can all come to a healthy heritage beyond COVID. You know, and it's important, it's yeah. necessary for us to do this, to make sure that we can have a December festive season that is uh, uh, freer than we have now, so that we can be able to participate in our normal social events as well as Christmas celebrations. But we can only do that effectively if we have reached that population-wide immunity. Hey, Bishop, I, I think you should just rebrand your services as vaccination promotions. <laughs> We're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. I'm looking forward to see what the next engagement is with government on this one. That's, uh, South African Council of Churches General Secretary Bishop Malusi Mpumlwana.